0: ready to get real do you wish that for once we can have honest and real conversations about sex relationships body image and yes our mothers well then welcome to the just be you rbu podcast where we can have open and real conversations about life's challenges i have the world's best and brightest coaches motivational gurus and experts They share with us their knowledge and wisdom so that we can get our sh** together and become the best and most authentic versions of ourselves. I am your host, Danny McDonald, and welcome. On today's podcast, I am super excited to bring you Dawn, who is a confidence coach for women in business and leadership. How amazing. Welcome Dawn. I am so happy to have you on the RBU Just Be You podcast. Thank you, Danny. So excited to be here. So tell me a little bit more about the the type of coaching that you do. What does it mean to um, basically be a confident woman in business and leadership for you?
1: Yeah. Well, I I primarily work with um clients who are um either you know contemplating um being becoming an entrepreneur like have a business idea and thinking about going into business for themselves or possibly own and run their own business already um or women in different leadership roles you know um everything from supervising teams managers leading organizations things like that and so those are kind of the women that i generally work with um, within my program and um really what we focus on is just um Creating that stable foundation from a confident um, foundation to be able to lead, to be able to be visible, and to be able to be comfortable really expressing ideas, um, dealing with kind of the tough, challenging conversations that sometimes have to come with Um, you know, being in those leadership positions and getting to a place of feeling comfortable and confident, being able to handle all of those responsibilities that come in those positions. So
0: yeah. That sounds amazing. That really, it really does. I love that. And I love how um, you are talking to um, directly to women and business and leadership, especially in this time. And I feel like, that has, at least for me, has been one of the things that, um, has, it's always been coming back to that confidence piece, Mm -hmm. you know, being confident to push the business forward or being confident in, in saying what I feel or, or how I envision my business to, Mm -hmm. to become. So can you just Tell me a little bit about your journey and how you got to be to this space that you're in right now.
1: Absolutely. Well, I come from an entrepreneurial background, so I've owned my own um, you know, brick and mortar um, business for over 10 years now. Um, And I, that, that business is really focused on in the movement and wellness industry. And so have, have that background and that experience of running um, a facility with a large team Um, during my journey of doing that, you know, I've had two little ones. And so I've had that experience of having, you know, full term pregnancies and newborns while being an entrepreneur and being the one responsible for keeping the, you know, the ship, the ship floating during all that personal transition time. And I've also had so many different experiences over the years of just really being challenged in my, in my leadership, in my confidence, in my ability to kind of create a business. Um, that, you know, was really true to what my vision was. And so I come from that background of entrepreneurship, that real life experience. And so as I've kind of evolved in, um, you know, my my vision for my business and have taken on the role of coaching, it's really helped because I've been in the shoes of a lot of um, what the, the clients that I work with are experiencing, and so now as a confidence coach, you know I lean a lot on some of those experiences that I've had, um, and it sure helps to be able to to relate to what goes on when they're when some of my clients are experiencing, you know, um, different challenges within their business, everything from you know, certain particular situations to really just even not knowing if they feel satisfied or fulfilled in their business anymore. You know, I've definitely been there um, through my journey as well. And so I'm able to kind of help clients really nail down, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. Um, And it's really helped that I've kind of walked in those shoes quite a bit over the years. So that's kind of what's brought me to this point of, I'm now kind of positioning myself to be able to help other entrepreneurs or, or people leading teams, um, particularly women.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I love that you um, acknowledge, um, you know, your your part in your story and, and the way that in your journey, the way that you have gotten from the beginning of your business until now. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to... To you know, for women who are listening and who are entrepreneurs and who are starting up a business or have been in a business for a while and just don't know where to go, what would you say to the to the women who are listening? Could you give them some advice on on kind of identifying? Um, I guess the first the first step to identifying yourself as that role as that leadership role. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, the very first starting point that I work with with my clients is really coming from a place of trying to connect inward to really quiet a lot of the external chatter um, that can happen and to really try to get connected to some of the tough questions that we have to ask ourselves um, when we are in business. So the first one being, you know, what do you really want when it comes to your business and how, You know, and why do you want those things? And really trying to tune into, you know, for me in my journey, when I was starting to ask myself those questions in about year seven, year eight, um, you know, what do I want? I was at the place of not, you know, things were going good and there was a lot of success. Um, But there really was that place of feeling a bit of disconnection between my own, um like myself and my person as you know as an identity, and then also my business, and so I really needed to kind of tune in and figure out well what do I want to create within my business as well as what do I want to create in terms of how I feel as an, as the owner and leader of this business so starting to ask ourselves some tough questions about what do we want and why, and then also what needs to change um, when I really looked at my own journey, um, and where I was and what I was feeling in relation to my own business, I needed to identify, well, what needs to change? Because there's variables that are outside my control, and then there are variables that I have control, you know, over. And so what needs to change, and and what can I actually start to begin to shift right now? So the first step is kind of trying to quiet the, the clutter and really tune in and ask ourselves some top questions to figure out, Okay. Hey, even if the situation isn't the way we want it to be, what do we want? So that's our starting point.
0: That sounds, mm-hmm. that sounds amazing. Yeah, and I, I definitely identify with the, the, that question. You know, what do you want as the first um, question um, mm-hmm. to ask yourself? Now, let me ask mm-hmm. you, does, does identity really um, take a role when asking yourself this question?
1: Mm. -hmm. Like in terms of business, you know, I really took um the approach within my first, you know, few years of trying to systemize the business to the point where it wasn't just all about me. Um, I knew that, you know, uh, in my experience as an entrepreneur, I knew that as I was growing my business, I needed to have a team and I needed to bring in other people and um I needed to have support in terms of being able to grow um to grow my business. So I started to take, you know, myself out of the picture a little bit and put some systems in place that weren't really 100% reliant on me and i think that strategy worked really well and then through the childbearing years of having you know full term pregnancies and little ones i took myself out even more and the business really became really operating quite separate from who I was as an individual and as a person. Um, And it was interesting to go through that journey because by about year seven or eight, I really had gotten to a point where I had changed as an individual from who I was when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And the business was very, it was very separate. It felt very separate from who I was. And so I really had to kind of come to a decision on, you know, um, was this still the right, you know, the right thing for me to be focusing on? And if it was, how could I start to make adjustments and changes in my business to start bringing myself back into the picture a little bit so that my identity was reflected in it so that I could lead from a place of it being a a passion and an inspiration from, from my heart. Right. And so I think it's a dance. It's a bit of a dance that happens in the entrepreneurial journey. You know, you want to systemize, you want to put other people in the picture so that it all doesn't ride on your shoulders. But at the same time, you know, as as the entrepreneur, as the business owner, it's also important that even as your business grows, it stays true to who you are and who what you're inspired to do within your business and bring that work into the world. Right. And so it was kind of those lessons that I needed to learn along the way. And now as I, as I work with clients as well, it's, it's a dance of making sure that you're supported, but also that you feel empowered to still lead. Mm, Mm
0: -hmm. That is beautiful. And I just want to step back and just um, ask you this question because I know from personal, from, my personal experience and the way that I I used to be—that um, I couldn't even imagine—as um, a as a as a business creating this these systems and creating a team, and then um, you know kind of stepping back and allowing that to to foster how do you how do you get to that point like how do you get to that point where you were just like okay I built my team like I'm just gonna you know and I build a system around my team and how do I now um you know step back and have that that time with my children Um, right. I want to do that. So yeah. Like, how do you, how do you get
1: there? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, from my own personal experience, it was a deliberate intention right from the beginning. You know, I really wanted to focus on most of my efforts on working on, on the business, not necessarily in the business right from the get go. And so I knew that I needed to bring other people in who could help deliver the services that, you know, I wanted to offer, within, within my business. So, you know, it, it kind of, it grew. And so at the start, I was definitely working in my business a lot more. Um, you know, I was the one for everything from scrubbing toilets and, um, you know, answering every phone call and emptying the garbage cans to offering the services, everything in between, right. You're, you're, you're everything at the start. Um, and then slowly, you know, starting to get some support in, Um, and then really for me, um, as I had my children, that was kind of the time when I really couldn't, um, be fully present, you know? And so it was a bit of survival, I guess, in the sense of, you know, now's the time where I really need to start trusting other people and allowing other people to take some leadership roles because I just didn't have the capacity to do it right during, you know, those really, um those really um, intimate times when I had a newborn or was full term pregnancy, you know, kind of thing. So um, yeah, so I mean, it was just kind of something that I ended up I did, you know, I set that up deliberately and intentional intentionally, but at the same time, you know, every, every journey you have learning lessons, right. And so looking back on some of the decisions that I made and some of the, you know, the, um, opportunities that I gave to other people and the influence that you know they had because of that I probably wouldn't repeat everything the same (laughs) um but that's the joy of the journey right and that's the thing is you know you can look back and you can you can let go of some of the things that maybe didn't work really well and every time you you make a decision moving forward you just learn from those experiences right so
0: yeah and and I can really see where um, that first phase, that question, "What do you want?" is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 basically, you know, we focus, at, at, you know, at, at least in business, we focus on basically mostly the end result, right? But setting, up, mm-hmm. you know, your your business, even saying like in the future, I want to stay home, or in the future you know, I want to stay home with my kids or in the future I want to travel mm-hmm. and just let the business, you know, generate for me. So that's mm-hmm. really, um, I love that you come to that, that part first of what do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, what would be, yeah. The- and I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was
1: going to say, just to add to that, you know, I found so often, and even within my own journey at the start, you know, as entrepreneurs or as new leaders in an organization, really, like we, we sometimes take the approach, like we're so grateful, and we're so, we're so happy that other people are on board, and, um, you know, are on our team, and so we, like I know I did anyways, especially at the start, really um, gave a lot of flexibility to the people that were on my team, and really tried to keep them happy right like I really really took that approach of being so grateful that you know these people were were on my team and supporting you know the business and and giving you know of themselves in this way and so it became this relationship a little bit of putting them and their needs before my own Mm -hmm. um and and that can be kind of interesting when you do have a team And you're in those positions. You're trying to grow your business. So you want your staff to be happy. They're the ones interacting with your clients. Of course, you know, their needs need to be met. But at the same time, you know, how much do you focus on that and people pleasing and putting out fires and, um, you know, that sort of aspect versus actually leading from a place of your own inspiration and allowing the people that maybe are on your team that maybe shouldn't be to, to, to leave, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, you, you only get there by experience, but at the same time, I think so often along the way, as we're trying to grow our businesses and, and, um, you know, we take the approach of, I need to keep all of these people really happy, you know, and at the end of the day, if that's, I found, if that was all I was focusing on, I wasn't factored into the picture at all. Right. And so coming now from a standpoint of feeling really confident and grounded in my own leadership, my own value, what I bring to the table, I now look at team members really as a support for me to do my work in the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they're there to support me and they're there to help me carry out my vision and my mission in the world. So with that, it's so much more empowering because, yes, I still want them to be very happy. And, yes, I still want them to feel empowered. But at the same time, their support to me is what's, what's most important in that equation, right? And so I can't say I've always nailed that, but it's, it's definitely been a learning lesson throughout the journey of entrepreneurship. And it feels really good to come back rooted in that, and it's so much easier to make decisions based on that place of really having that solid foundation of confidence, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, uh, it, and it's it feels so strong, right? It feels so strong when you when you get there, um, mm-hmm. and, and knowing that that's the full purpose. You know, the full purpose is to support um, to support you and and your vision. And supporting your yeah. vision to empower, you know, and to empower yes. people in whatever um, realm that you that that you um, acquire. So, um, exactly. so tell me a little bit about that next phase of you know mm-hmm. of knowing what you want. Let's just say we go through mm-hmm. and, and say this is what I envision for my business, and and even I'm even talking about. For you ladies who are listening, I'm even talking about women who have had a business for a couple of years and are transitioning into making that transition within the company or within the business to something completely different. So how, mm-hmm. what is, a, is that second step that, that mm-hmm. we can take after we know yeah. exactly what we want?
1: Yeah. Well, I think what's been really powerful that I found in working with clients is really the next step is um, a process of releasing, you know, what what I call your messy story. And so it's something, it's a, it's a tool and technique that I work my clients through in terms of taking a look at, you know, if you have an existing business, really kind of going through and Doing some reflection on your experiences thus far as an entrepreneur, you know, as you set up your business, the experiences that you've had during your business, and really any of those memories or moments that come that aren't so shiny and sparkly, really putting some reflection to them and even getting them out on paper can really be really freeing and healing. And so I find like this is, this is particularly for anyone who's already kind of in business or already in leadership positions who may be carrying around feelings or emotions of experiences that have happened in the past. And I know for me, it was really interesting as I was, you know, going through this process myself over the past you know, several years. Um, there was actually a lot I was carrying around of, you know, mistakes that I had made or decisions that I had made that didn't turn out great, or you know, um, relationships that I had within my business that I wish I had handled differently, or conversations that you know it, I was influenced by um, by other people that I really wish I would have taken a different stance on. So sometimes in our journey, you know, we can carry those around, and it can really be detrimental in helping us feel confident moving forward and so I find it's very healing to be able to just um, reflect on your journey and your messy story so far within your business or leadership get that out and then do some type of a healing or a releasing ritual around it um, and I kind of guide people through that in my program but from there I feel like that's the fresh start that's kind of a clean slate to say okay you know what I've honored I've reflected. I've, um, you know, been able to let go of past learning lessons and past experiences, and I don't need to carry around those burdens anymore. Um, Sometimes it can be surprising. You want to feel like, oh, I'm moving forward, and I don't need to take that process or that step. But at the same time, the next time you face a similar situation, your memory goes back to the way you handled it before. And if you weren't, you know, really proud of the way you handled it before, or you feel like there were mistakes made, it can affect the way you feel about feeling empowered to make a new decision, mm-hmm. right? And so some healing can, can be necessary. And I feel like, you know, particularly as women in business, this is really relevant, because we are, you know, we, we really um, can carry around learning lessons, and hold ourselves to those and carry those burdens around, A lot longer than necessary (laughs) and so when we give ourselves that permission to let it go it can be so freeing and from there we're able to really start to make some important shifts and so i would say the next step after that that i really start to work people through is really taking a look at um you know addressing any negative Mm self-talk and i kind of work through different techniques and and tools and things like that in terms of being able to, to really call out, you know, the negative dialogue that we have going on inside when situations come up that are uncomfortable Um, and, and also facing some of the fears, Um, you know, so often in entrepreneurship, it can feel really lonely as a leader, right? It can feel really lonely as the one who's leading or steering the ship and everyone's looking to you and you can't, you can't be an open book, you know, you can't, Um, let everyone in know, you know, your process of what you're going through, because they're looking at you as the leader. And so, you know, being able to face some of those fears and call out the things that you're most worried about, and have some strategies in place to say, you know, if in moments of fear, or self doubt, you know, what can I do to help myself through that? You know, what are some strategies so that I don't fester and spiral in this place of being so worried about things and I can, you know, able to, to help myself out of that. So those are the kind of the next pieces is really to start looking at, you know, some the negative self-talk and, and also facing some of the fears that we carry around, um, as entrepreneurs.
0: Mm -hmm. That's yeah. And I definitely, um, can relate to those negative um, those negative feelings um, mm-hmm. do you think that the negative feelings is is a um, i don't want to say direct result but has an impact on how we we view leadership as a woman versus um, viewing leadership as a male?
1: I think it's definitely. Um, our approach to leadership, right? I know at least I can speak from my, from my own experience. You know, I have, I have a business background. Um, you know, I have a business degree from university. And so even through that training process and all my experience in, in being an entrepreneur for the first probably like seven, eight years, was leading from a place of what I thought it meant to be a strong leader. And I would say that was a bit more of a masculine energy style of leadership, where it wasn't about, um, you know, I felt a lot of times like I needed to have the answers um, ahead of time, like I needed to be the one leading. And I did, I needed to take emotion out of it. And I needed to have the answers to be able to give the direction. And so it put me in this space of feeling really alone. And so when I was able to start shifting to a more, um, I guess I would say um, a a more feminine energy flow to leadership in my business, where I was able to go into meetings or brainstorming sessions and allow people to share their ideas and not feel that pressure of having to make a decision right there and also not necessarily having to have um you know make like take those ideas and move forward with them right away i needed some time to feel into them i needed some time to reflect on them and and so once i started adapting my own approach to leadership it started to feel a lot better for me Um, And, and that I think is an important lesson. So I'm not sure if it's a male or female thing, but the energy is definitely there. If that makes
0: sense. Yes, completely. Um, And for Mm -hmm. those of you um, listening, can you just explain a little bit about um, the difference between that masculine uh, leadership and feminine leadership? Because I think Mm that for me, at least it's, it's definitely has made a difference once that was explained to me it opened up so much for myself as a business owner. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I like, I think, um, you know, when you think about a masculine approach to leadership, right, you think about or what thoughts kind of generally stem to come in mind is that really powerful individual who is kind of able to delegate and dictate kind of what their plan is, um, that the, some of the decisions, like I said, have already been pre-made and they're moving forward and giving people, you know, the, the delegating the responsibilities. And it's, I wouldn't say that it necessarily Um, collaborative, it still can be very powerful. Um, and, And even within my business, I pull out that type of energy sometimes when stuff needs to get done and I do have clarity on what needs to happen. I can pull out that kind of masculine leadership energy and get shit done. <laughs> um but I, f- I would say a feminine approach to leadership is a little bit more about flow and about collaborating with people on the team and about allowing different um ideas to be generated without judgment and also being able to come to decisions that feel right, right? Like it sometimes for me it takes a bit of reflecting. If someone um, produces a new idea within my business to me and says, I have a suggestion. I think this would work really well. Here it is. You know, sometimes, especially if it's really new to me, I need to sit with it for a while. I need to really feel into, you know, this could be a good idea, but is this idea in alignment with what I want for my business? And so sometimes I don't have a strategy yet, but I can get there if I tune into like my own intuition and really let myself reflect and feel feel if that's a right choice for me. And so, you know, it's a bit of a different style. And like I said, I think both have real power. And there are times when we can pull out different leadership styles based on you know, what we need in those moments. And so that's not that one is better than the other. It's just that for me, a lot of my experience, especially as a new entrepreneur, I tried to wear the hat of the masculine leadership more than, um, than felt right. And I think that was also part of um, why I felt a bit of detachment at one point in my business was because it just didn't even feel like I wanted to lead that way anymore. And Mm -hmm. so once I started opening up and allowing other people to give ideas, but also letting myself feel into if they were right for me, then all of a sudden I started to feel more on track in my leadership
0: style. That Mm -hmm. is beautiful. Oh, I love that. I love, I love that, um, that you're bringing in intuition. I love that you're bringing in also the, the time that is needed, because I think that, A lot of times when we are, at least from my experience, when we are in business, there is a fear-based decisions that we make because we want it to succeed. We want it, you know, there's so many things factoring into the business um, and we don't give ourselves that time just to sit with an idea and just to say, you know what? I'm not going to make this decision out of fear. I'm, I'm just going to mm-hmm. allow myself to have that moment. And I'm going to see if it actually is going to work because right. a lot of it really is about knowing, again, it just goes back to that first question that you had said, what do you want? And once you are clear mm-hmm. on knowing what you want, everything that follows is kind of at an you know your intuition to feel into that that same question
1: exactly and it's interesting because as you bring more people into your business or into your you know into your journey into your organization if you were leading a team as you bring that, you know, ideas will flow if you're open to them, and they might be great ideas, but they may not be in alignment with what you what you want for your business or for the way that you're leading, you know, your aspect of the organization. And so, um, being able to separate the two and being able to to you know stay true to what you're envisioning and having the confidence to do that and be able to. To, to tell that person or the, the team that's bringing forward the ideas, you know, in a very, like, obviously still empowering and inspiring way, but being able to share, you know, and I appreciate the thought that you've put in. I appreciate this idea. I do think there's a lot of value here. Um, at the same time, the, where I'm steering my business or the direction that I want to take, you know, this project in, I really feel like this isn't a right fit for it. And so there does come because that time when that internal confidence is such an important piece, right? Um, And I I have found that along the way. And again, through experience, there have been times that I've rolled with other people's ideas um, and never gave much thought or reflection to how did it really sit with my vision for my business. And it doesn't turn out great, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, when you don't factor your own your own passion and inspiration and vision as an entrepreneur into your decision-making. So pausing when things come up and letting yourself feel into them, it's, it's such an important part of it. Right. And um, I don't know, prior to doing this work, I'm not sure that, you know, I had heard a lot about that style of leadership and business, but as more women are stepping forward um, and, and, you know, in leadership roles and creating their own businesses, I think we're all starting to really realize that there are other ways to make these important decisions that are much more in tune with, with, with us and how we feel about them. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. I love that Dawn. Yeah. such, such knowledge and such great clarity to um, to everybody who's listening. I feel, you know, very in tune to exactly what you're saying, um and uh, my my question to you is basically um you know how do you get past the uh, that feeling of you know knowing what you want right so we get to this place of knowing what i want i feel super confident and then um somebody comes in and kind of says um that 's great, but I think that this way could go could go better. like how would you kind of maneuver that situation
1: mm-hmm. yeah well, I think you know I think those situations are going to happen all the time, right like I think that 's the thing is when you open up to an inclusive collaborative style of leadership you 're opening up to welcome other people 's opinions, and so you 're going to get them so number one is being okay with expecting that not everyone's gonna love every idea you have and also that people are going to present ideas that are that are a bit off track or different than what you were envisioning. So I think the first thing that's really important is number one to just suppress pause and just allow yourself to be like, okay, this is maybe a little uncomfortable or I wasn't expecting this um, and these emotions or feelings are surfacing for me like allowing ourselves to be real and to feel that even as leaders, or, you know, um, the entrepreneur, the business owner, we can still have emotions, even though we're in those roles, right? Like, I don't know why sometimes there's this expectation that we shouldn't feel anything anymore, if all of a sudden, we're leading a big team or something like that, like, they're still the emotions are still real, let them rise, and allow them to, to, you know, like, allow yourself to get a bit of a pause and a handle on how you're feeling because when you're in that like fight or flight stress response it's the worst time to try to make decisions so if you're feeling like all of a sudden something's come up and you feel really hot or you know you can barely think and focus when you're in fight or flight right your body is is kicking into a stress response and so pause take some breaths like distance yourself for a bit and even if you have to say you know what I'm sorry I just need a moment here to like gather my thoughts before I actually go into a conversation about this um take that time you deserve it right and and I think it's going to help you prepare to you know handle what's kind of coming next and so that would be number 1 for me is being able to say like allow the feelings to come and take a pause until you feel like you really can think about what's coming forward mm-hmm. second is um if someone's, you know, providing feedback on something that you've stated that you wanted, what's really happening there is all of a sudden we start to face these fears of, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm supported. I, like, I don't feel supported in, in, in my vision. Um, you know, do I belong? You know, like when I had a big team and I would pitch an idea and if I didn't get the buy-in from my team or the excitement I was hoping for, all of a sudden these, fears would rise up in me. Like, why don't, you know, I'm not the same as everyone else. I don't know if I belong. Like they have this really tight knit um, team community and I'm not really a part of it as the leader. Like all these irrational fears kind of start to surface. And so that's when it really is helpful to have some strategies in place to start to minimize the effects of that raising up. And so when you can kind of get a handle on what you're experiencing in terms of fear, then you're able to stand in a place of feeling really grounded and really confident and make a decision from that and feel comfortable even if people don't agree with you, Mm. you know? And so it's a, it's a bit of a process, right? It doesn't necessarily happen very naturally, but once you can kind of identify, okay, I'm feeling this way. Um, I know that I'm feeling fearful right now. I'm going to combat it by doing these different techniques or tools and from there I'm, I'm going to be able to come to making a decision
0: on this regardless of what the outside feedback is does that make sense yes completely it makes yeah. complete okay. sense and i think that the only mm-hmm. way that you can get to that place is by allowing yourself to to you know um be coached into into that mm-hmm. role right um and, yeah. and 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 working on yourself and working on your confidence and knowing that um, your intuition and what you envision for your, for your company um, or your business um, really is powerful in itself. And it's yeah. not to say that you're not going to get information from, from somebody on the outside or that somebody else is not going to have a great idea. It's just to say, mm-hmm. you know what? I I really love your idea, I'm not going to use it now um, because it's not mm-hmm. right, or I really mm-hmm. love that idea, let's move forward with it, but it's right. on your own terms. Right,
1: yeah, and I think that the, it's so interesting, but I think the thing that we sometimes have really strange expectations of ourselves on when we do take this this step into entrepreneurship or leadership is really that um, we feel like, so we go from this place of loving whatever we're doing and wanting to take our passions and make it into a business. And so we think that, you know, it's going to be really fun and exciting. We're doing what we love. We're working for ourselves. We haven't really anticipated some of the challenges that will come up or some of the tough conversations that will probably arise. And there has been really nothing that's maybe helped us prepare for that um, until we face it. And then when we face it, if we don't know how to handle some of those situations or we aren't feeling super grounded and strong in our own foundation of a confident leader, it can really throw us for a loop, right? Mm -hmm. And so some of these things, you know, we don't even know that we need them until we're in business. And all of a sudden, we're like, you know what, every time that I have to hold a staff meeting, I get sick to my stomach, I am anxious, I am nervous, I can't get my thoughts out straight. I, you know, I'm scared to tell people new ideas. Like we we don't even know that we'll react that way until we're in some of those situations. Um, But when we are there, and we know, you know what, I know that I can I can do better. I know that if I learn some strategies to help me through, you know, these challenging times or these, you know, these situations that are uncomfortable, I know I can do it. I just need a little bit of guidance and coaching. And that's what I love about this, this aspect of the work that I do is that every single person that comes is capable of being a really strong grounded leader they just need some help along the way to figure out how to get to that place and stay there right and so it's not it's not that difficult once you have a bit of guidance but how do you know that until you're, you're in a few uncomfortable situations then you're like oh yeah I probably could use a little
0: support Yes, completely. Yeah. Yes. yes, all <laughs> yeah. all of it. Yes. And I totally, I 100% agree with the support with knowing and and, and not knowing what the challenges are going to be. And that whole feeling of like, yes, I'm launching a business and I'm launching, I'm doing something because I feel so passionate about. But, you know, for me, at least in my journey, I'm, you know, five years in into my business. And from my personal experience, you know, my business has taken me, um, at least a real beauty uncovered part of my business has taken me into so many uh, different roads and it hasn't been because, um, you know, I I, I really allowed myself to this time around, at least this year, really allowed my intuition and that guidance part of it, Mm -hmm. right? Guidance, that life guidance and and listening to um, listening to people like you and, and seeing and Mm -hmm. witnessing you and going through your, your business. Um, Mm -hmm. What other, what other advice could you give, give everybody that's that's listening. Um, I feel like it's mm-hmm. so sweet that I don't know, you know, if there's something else that you could you could leave them with. Yeah,
1: I would just say, you know, if you are in business or you're in a leadership role right now um in an organization, um and you're having a challenging time, like if you um if there's aspects of your role, if you if you have teams and you know, you feel like you're constantly people pleasing and it feels really kind of soul sucking or um, such a, a bad use of your energy. Or if there's a lot of, if you're in an organization where there's a lot of conflict, or if you are in a business, you're running a business and it's not going the way you wanted it to, and you don't feel the satisfaction or the fulfillment that you thought you would. I think I would say, you know, number one is that there is a lot of hope and there's still a lot that you can do internally within your control to start making some shifts in how you feel about, about the situation that you're in, as well as starting to make some important changes to how you can handle some of those tough situations. Yeah. Um, and so I think that would be my, my last message is just depending on where you are, but if you do find, um, you know that you're all of a sudden in a role that is way more challenging than you thought it would be. Just again, like knowing that there are a lot of things that can help um, make that and all of the kind of challenges that come up a lot easier to handle, so that you can still you'll still face them, but you can go through the process feeling a lot more grounded and a lot less insecure and questioning yourself and spiraling over and over about did I make the right decision and, and questioning and, and allowing those fears to fester for far too long. um. so that would be my last kind of piece is that if you are there, which I was, so I speak, I speak from that, from experience. Um, and to know that there are some really kind of, kind of simple really shifts that you can make and, and tactics and tools that can learn that can really help you out. So,
0: yeah. Ah, I love that. Oh my gosh. I feel, I feel like ready to like go on my, like (laughs) my page and just start reading, um, you know, my my stuff, but thank you so much, Dawn. I am pretty sure everybody got so much information and so much out of this, uh, conversation. Um, I am going to link up Dawn's, um, information on on the podcast and how to reach her Um, if you feel called and resonate with her message and want to work with her um i will include her um her information so that you can reach her, and um, I'm just so I'm so honored and so happy that um, that you are on the show, and I'm pretty sure that everybody is just gonna get a little piece of um, of peace that knowing that there are us. a lot of us out there um, that we are all going through processes that, you know, Mm -hmm. being a business person doesn't mean that we are all perfect. I think that we're always all learning Um, and that that we, you do have people out there who can help and, and help you through the challenges and help you get grounded Mm -hmm. and help you get into that confidence zone where you can lead your business into that next step or, or lead mm-hmm. or starting a business and, and getting it where you want it to be. So um, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Dawn, again.
1: Yes, thank you for the opportunity, Danny. And I just want to do a big shout out to all the work that you're doing in the world. I think it's so important and so valuable. And I'm just honored to be to be a guest today. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Dawn. And to all my ladies who are out there listening to this, thank you so much. So much peace, so much honor, so much love. And again, my message is as clear as can be to just be you. You know, that's the message that will always be you know, on the horizon, everywhere I go is to just be you and love yourself for who exactly you are. Until the next time, I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.